All right, welcome back. Uh, yeah, welcome back to another uh, episode of the Jaden S. Pod show, or Pod show podcast. Anyway, so today, I suppose I have pretty good news. Uh, it, it, it's good news that we won another game. We are now five and five for the season. So now we have next week against the Bills, which is. I don't know if that's scary or if that's good. Wow, that was abrupt. Because last week, Jacksonville held the Bills to a 9 and 6 loss. And so that that you know that put confidence in the in the Jacksonville's team. That put a lot of confidence inside of them. Inside of their minds, inside of their bodies, inside of their willpowers. And they came out strong against us today, even though they lost, uh, to, uh, what was it, 23-17. to 17. We st- they, they still put up a huge, huge fight. In fact, I can't believe that Jacksonville scored at all. Um, so, first of all, let's talk about the offense. The offense was atrocious. Uh, other than the first three drives of the game, the offense was pretty much off and on the whole time. Like it, it was either they either did they either did good or did bad. It wasn't consistent. It was they 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 ran a lot with Jonathan Taylor, but they still missed opportunities. Like they did the same, same old, same old dumb thing where they, you know, they say, John, or where uh, Frank Reich says, Hey, Taylor, run through the middle. And even though Taylor can clearly see there's no way to run through the middle, no way he's going to make it through that middle, middle pocket, he still tries to go for it because that's what his coach told him to. Instead of going outside or going outside or around the pocket or, or the line and, and actually gaining positive yards because Taylor other than the first three drives of the game as I said maybe the first five drive drives didn't really have any more like the first half Taylor got over 200 yards or not not over 200 um over the first half the Colts in a hole got over 200 yards and uh Taylor got uh, over a hundred of those yards by himself in only in the first half when we were beating the Jaguars by or 20 to nine. So we, we were basically blowing them out, but then, well, the Colts just started, the, the, excuse me, the Colts started to look bada like, could you shut up phone? The Colts started to look like they looked like last week against the Jets when they like 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 they were they were blowing the jets out but then in the fourth quarter in the third end of the third and the full, whole fourth quarter the colts just slacked off you know they 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 didn't try so they they ended up making it a 45 to nothing lead to a or to 20 lead or not even not maybe not even 20 to a 45 and 30 lead, just barely skimming by with 15 points. It wasn't good. And this week wasn't very good at all either. And so here's what I'm saying. Uh, basically what I'm saying is the Jaguars last week beat the Bills 9-6. to 
because I, I guess the Jaguars just shut down the Bills play after play after play. And it was a very low-scoring game. And, in fact, I was surprised that the Bills scored any points that day. Now, what does that say for the for the Colts? The Colts can beat... If the Jaguars can beat the Bills, but can't beat the Colts, does that mean the Colts are above the Bills? Or does that mean that the Jaguars got lucky? Because I'm will I I'm willing to bet that the Jaguars just got lucky, but I want to believe that the means that the Jaguars can hold the Bills to to nothing basically, and that we can beat the Jaguars, meaning that we can beat the Bills next week, and that's what I want to see. I want to believe that now. Whether that happens or not is beyond me. So today, so off of offense, because, I mean, you had, or sorry, I'll talk a little bit more about offense before I move to the defense. The offense, in terms of run game, was not great. We didn't do nearly as good as we've done, well, really all season. Um, You know, the first run of the game, Taylor had... Uh, you know, he picked up or actually the first play of the game overall, Taylor ran for like 70 or for like 50 yards. Maybe I, I, it was between 50 and 60 something. Uh, and he ran a lot in the first three or four drives. But then after that, it was pretty much just like, like little five yard gains at most. So in other words, it was mostly passing in today's game. I mean, there was there was a lot of run attempts, but not, like half of them were either failed or barely got anything. Bada bing, bada boom. Another interruption by my phone. That gun it. Um, but Pittman, Michael Pittman Jr. was doing great today. Uh, had like three catches, and they were all big. Uh, important plays. Now, I, I, I never wanted to say this, but T.Y. Hilton didn't do anything today. He was back in the game after a concussion. That, uh, By the way, speaking of concussion, that dude has been hurt three different times. He was hurt at the beginning of the season, you know, the first several games. Uh, he didn't even play. He came back, and he had a quad injury. And then he came back and got a concussion. And then he came back this week after not playing last week, he came back this week and he does nothing. I don't, I think T Y Hilton's career is over in my, my, in my opinion, I think his career is over. I think he's going to end up just retiring. And they're, I mean, they're not double teaming him anymore. You know, T Y Hilton's normally the guy you double team because if you don't, he catches the ball, but, it's so bad where he's not he's not being double teamed anymore because he's not catching anything. So he's not who he used to be, and I think this is his last season, truthfully. Just like I think this is Aaron Rodgers' last season, even though Aaron Rodgers kind of seems like another seems like an MVP quarterback. Uh, 
But then again, so does Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, and every other big time, big name quarterback like Ryan, Ryan Tannehill. Every other big name quarterback in the league is on road to, you know, stardom in terms of MVP. Um, but yeah, anyway, moving off of that, I'll move over to the defense. I hate to say it, but the defense actually did better today than the offense. In fact, the defense is what kept us in this game. Uh, being that the defense actually stopped someone from running and passing. Now, the defense did not stop them as much as I would have liked, but we did not lose because the defense stopped them when it counted. Um, for example, like our secondary was actually, actually had a pulse, right? Like, like for the whole season, we've pretty much been relying on run defense, uh, you know, short screen pass defense, but no secondary really, like, like really no secondary at all. Oh my goodness. Shut up. I don't care about Cam Newton. Okay. Um, but no, it's like, we've, we've not seen anything out of the secondary this year really at all, other than a few interceptions here and there. But now today the, the, the secondary is showing a pulse. Trevor Lawrence didn't complete that many passes. And when he completed passes, it was either the guy was wide open with no one even near him or or it was a luck. It was a luck pass. One of those two. But most of his passes were uh, either were incomplete. Most of them. And the ones that weren't complete were either because we were putting pressure on the target or he just overthrew them or underthrew them in some cases. Um. So, yeah, Trevor Lawrence is, he's one of those guys, it's like he's a rookie, obviously, coming out of Clemson, uh, four years in Clemson. It's just, like, I'm sure he was a good quarterback. I didn't watch him in college, but I'm sure he was a good quarterback, I'm sure. Because, you know, he he was the number one draft pick overall in 2021. Um... So, you know, you have to sit there and think, okay, this guy was really, really good in college. Otherwise, he wouldn't be in this position of top draft pick, number one. But I I don't see it, you know. I don't see why. Because Trevor Lawrence, even though he's a rookie and he, you know, all rookies start off rusty. You know, Peyton Manning was not great in his first year. Neither was Tom Brady. But, I mean, you, 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 I don't see it. I don't see it, you know. Mac Jones is a brand new rookie. He's playing phenomenally. Now, obviously, the Patriots are only 5-4 and four unless they've already won their game, which then that would be 6-4. and four. Um, or actually, I'm not entirely sure at their score, but I think it was five and four the last time I looked. It's probably going to end up being six and four again, or this time because of beating the Browns. But the Browns are no good anyway. So, uh, but no, it's like 
Mac Jones has shown himself to be a valuable quarterback, and he is more likely to be. Uh, he's the one rookie this year who is most likely to be a franchise quarterback for the Patriots or for any team, really. I mean, but specifically the Patriots because that's who he's with. Where it's like Trevor Lawrence, number one draft pick. He's not shown nothing. He He's not shown anything to me right now, you know? As far as I'm concerned, Trevor Lawrence is is a fixer-upper. All right? He is a fixer-upper. And he will be for five, for the next five years, unless they get rid of him for another quarterback. He will be a fixer-upper for the years to come. Anyway, getting off of that topic, let's move on to the injuries. Now, Obviously, I was very, I was very like mad during this game because of how many yards and how many points we actually let Jacksonville get this game, regardless of us winning. Uh, so I was, I, I wasn't much paying attention to what was happening in the game, uh, mo- mostly just yelling. Uh, but so the biggest. Uh, the the biggest downside in today's game is we lost a lot of good guys for injuries. Now, I don't know if they're out or if they just got banged up or what, but we lost Quentin Nelson for a couple of plays because, or he got injured, should I say, for by, on his ankle, I'm assuming, because uh, that's what he's had problems with, and he was holding his right leg in the replay. And then you have Darius Leonard. We uh, he he hurt his ankle. He's another one dealing with the same kind of injury. Uh, then you have Quiddy Pay uh, got injured a few plays before that. Maybe a cup, maybe a drive or two before uh, Darius Leonard. And well, I mean, he was back and he came back, but that means that we're gonna have at least three guys that are not going to play next week or are going to have to go through uh, miss training and go through extensive healing because, you know, we need them. So we can't possibly make them, you know, sit out the next game, especially not next week against the Bills. Um, but anyway, moving on to what I was going to say. Uh, so those are the three big takeout or, or uh, takeaways from this game, or the disappointments, I should say, of this game, is we lost uh, uh, several good guys to injuries. Now, T.Y. Hilton did not get injured, thank goodness, because, I mean, if he wants to blow up this season, he needs to stay healthy. You know, he. I mean, you can't make big plays with a, with a glass foot. So T.Y. Hilton needs... To stay healthy. And I mean, he had a, today was his 32nd birthday, birthday, I think. Uh, that's what they said, 32nd or 33rd, somewhere, somewhere in between those. Um, so I was a little surprised that he didn't play as good as he should have or he could have. Um, but I still enjoyed the fact that he did not get destroyed in today's game. Uh, 
unlike some of the other guys on the team. Anyway, so overall, the Colts still won, even though they did terrible, really. I mean, really, really, there's no good takeaway from this game other than uh, Jonathan Taylor getting over 100 yards like he has the past five or six games. So Jonathan Taylor is still continuing to be the best running back in the league with uh, Derrick Henry out in Adrian Peterson uh, following in his footsteps. Uh, so, yeah, I, I there is positives, but not that many. Uh, so anyway, let me move on to what I do at the end of every episode here. And that would be going over the predictions for the next following weeks. So these are going to be more positive than they have been in the past. So first, obviously, the first four games, you have loss, loss, loss. Then you have win. You have one win. Then you have another loss to the Ravens, win to the Texans, win to the 49ers, loss to the Titans again. Um... Win against the Jets, win against the Jaguars. That brings us to five and five. Obviously, you're here, and I'm here today. Um, then you have the Bills next week. I, you know what? Actually, the next two games, I favor the Colts. So the Bills, as I said, lost to the Jaguars nine to six. It was a very low scoring game, almost non existent in the scores, I should say. Um, and like the Bills had all their players. They weren't like down with a bunch of injuries or anything. They had good players on their they had Josh Allen. And well really Josh Allen's kryptonite is Josh Allen on the Jag on the Jaguars defense. And if I'm being honest, I I I favor the Colts more now against the Bills than I ever have in the past 3 years. <laughs> I favor the Colts over the Bills because if the Jaguars gave the Bills that much trouble, just think about how much trouble the Colts are going to give them. So I think I think I think it's a again it's a it's a long, tedious, and close game off and on. But I think I favor the Colts in this game because. The Bills had all had no excuse to lose against the Jacksonville Jaguars, yet they somehow managed to pull that off. So, I I again I'll say it one more one last time. I favor the Colts in that game. I favor them in that game, six times out of four. I fa- I I say they win. All right. So then you have the Buccaneers. This is going to shock you, or my one listener, or however many people listen. This is going to shock you. This shocks me. Last week, the Buccaneers lost to the Saints, okay? No, it was two weeks ago, the Buccaneers lost to the Saints. All right, I'm going to check on this real quick, uh, because I'm not sure actually who they played last week. Let me see the Bucks. Oh my word! Oh my word! It actually happened. Yep. Okay. That 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 brings hope to my hi- to my head. Hide. Um. 
So, Tampa Bay Buccaneers have hit. Would show me the games, please. Dear Lord. Yeah. So, last week, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost to the Saints 36-27. to And then this week, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost to the Washington football team 29 to 19. That's a that's a whole 10 points that that, that the Buccaneers lost. And it's not like the the Buccaneers still have Brady. The Buccaneers still have their players. So how the Buccaneers and and, and Washington lost some players today. From to, from injuries, so the fact that Buccaneers are losing to teams like the Saints and the Washington Football Team, which the Washington Redskins, or as it's called now, the football, the Washington Football Team, aren't a good team. Okay, they're not good. Like if I click on the Washington Football Team uh, here and look at their schedule and see how many games they've won, they've won three games out of nine. And they've had a bye week already. They've won three out of nine. Me, me, making them three and six. Let's see. They lost against the Chargers. They won against the Giants by one point. They lost against the Bills by a lot. They won against the Falcons by a little bit. They lost against the Saints by a lot. They lost against the Chiefs, almost a blowout game. They lost against the Packers by a lot. They lost against the Broncos by seven points. Then they won all of a sudden against the Buccaneers, 29-19. What is that about? What is that about? Now, and, and I can look at next week. Hold on, hold on. Um... Uh, hold on. Let me see this. If I look at uh, T- Tom Brady's next game against the Giants, and the Giants beat the Washington football team. So, I don't know, man. You know what? I'm sold. We win against the Bills next week. Maybe by just a point, but we still win. Okay. Then against the Buccaneers, we win because Tom Brady is doing terrible right now. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. That was nasty. Um, Tom Brady is doing terrible right now. The Bucks in in general are doing terrible. They're not losing by a little bit. They're losing by a lot. So, you know what? We win against the Buccaneers. I favor the Colts in that game. I favor the Colts in the Bills game and in the Buccaneers game. I say I say they're going to score a week straight win streak. Now, do I think I, I think if we lose one of those games, I think it's going to be the Buccaneers. I think we have a better chance against the Bills than we do the Buccaneers, but I still think we win against the Bucks. Until until after next week when we lose or win. Okay? Then after the Bucks, you have the Texans. That's a free week. That'll be a fifth straight win. Okay, so that'll bring us to 10 wins that I'm predicting. Uh, so 10 and 5. And then you have the Patriots. The Patriots are actually doing pretty decent. Now, do we lose against them? Uh, no, I think I think the Colts stop the Patriots. Because 
I don't know. Because the Colts come off of a bye week after the Texans game. So you'll be playing so they're playing the Patriots after coming off a bye week. I think we win that game uh by at least a score. So that's eleven and five. And then you have the Cardinals. I think this is where you stop. I think I think the Colts lose the game against the Cardinals. Okay. Because the Cardinals are good. Now, the Cardinals are not as good as they were, as I said last week, because they lost J.J. Watt uh, for the season. So that restricts them on the defensive side of things. But the offensive side is still just as good as it always has been, or at least as it has been this year with Kyler Murray and everything. So I think I think that's a very close game, but I think we lose that game. Uh, then you have the Raiders. Boy, I don't even know if the Raiders are even, like, second or... I don't even know if the Raiders are in second in their division. The Raiders are not good right now, okay? The Raiders are valid still, but they're not winning games. They can't win games. Their coaching is off because of John Gruden, and they are missing players, and they don't have Henry Ruggs, the third, so that messes them up because they don't have their top receiver. Um, so they are they they're not doing very well right now. So we win that game, which brings us to an eleven. Wait, I got five and hold on, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, nine, ten. So that's a ten and five lead, or or a ten and six record. And then the last game of the season, which is the Jaguars, would bring us to a twelve or no, no, an eleven and six record. And I think overall that 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 is the best we could possibly do. Let me let me go through it again. So. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven wins. And you have one, two, three, four, five, uh, six losses. I vote or I, I predict as of right now that the Colts will go down eleven and six. Like I said at the beginning of the year. So anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast or whoever listens to it. I don't know uh, because this is all I really have to talk about. Uh, I think the Colts only go up from here in one one upset loss against the Cardinals at, at Christmas time. But maybe not even because maybe the Cardinals are will fall off and I'll, we'll do better against them. But anyway. Until next week when we play the Bills, hopefully we win. Uh, uh, This is your host, Jaden Summers, signing off. Bye.